0: Hi, hey, welcome to this new Happy Podcast. I'm Christine Esposito, Managing Editor of Happy. When you think of iconic brands in beauty, Black Opal and Fashion Fair were trailblazers. They each carved out positions in their respective markets with products designed and developed exclusively for skin rich in melanin. Both brands are back now under the guidance of Desiree Rogers and Cheryl Mayberry McKissick. Recently, their company, Black Opal LLC, hired a new VP of Global Integrated Marketing. Eden Zalo, who has an MBA from Harvard Business School and a bachelor's in operations research from MIT, has joined the team from Unilever. Happy had the chance to speak with Eden about her new post, her pathway into the beauty business, and what's ahead for both brands. Hey, welcome, Eden. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Christine. Oh, we're happy to have you here. So let's start off. uh, First off, congratulations on this new appointment. Um, Can you tell me how you've been settling in so far?
1: Thank you. So the first month has honestly been a whirlwind, but in a good way. I've been, you know, building relationships with my colleagues, with our customers, with our agency partners, just really getting to know everyone and understand, you know, how things work. Typical of, you know, getting into a new job. Um, It's definitely been a balance between keeping the ship in motion while also planning for the rest of 2022, sorry, 2022 and 2023, Um, but all good things thus far.
0: Oh, that's great to hear. So so what drew you to the opportunity to join Black Opal as a company?
1: Sure. So I think um, ever since I was a little girl, I had this passion of wanting to work in beauty or fashion. And, um, you know, I think growing up, my parents immigrated to this country from Eritrea, and it wasn't really... Um, celebrated that I wanted to work in beauty and fashion. And so I really focused on other kind of career pursuits through college and um, and, and, and attending business school. So I started my career in consulting uh, for the government, and then I did some work in a strategy group at a tech company. But I, in my last role, I finally entered the beauty market um, by joining Shea Moisture as the director of brand marketing strategy, which is part of the broader Unilever organization. And I really felt like my most authentic self there. So it was really amazing to be able to really over-serve Black women in that role and work on marketing campaigns that resonated with me personally. So that's what really drew me to this opportunity at Black Opal. You know, I get to continue to serve people of color with both of our brands, you know, Black Opal and Fashion Fair. Um, and I think it drew me for a few reasons. So number one was having like the new black and women owned leadership team. I thought it was so great to be able to work at an organization that was, you know, black and women owned, Mm -hmm. uh, the legacy and impact of both brands. So both brands have been around with some time. So I knew that we had done a good job with our consumers and it was just an opportunity for me to kind of come in and continue to grow and scale the businesses. And it was also a personal opportunity for me to continue to grow and, and expand my marketing leadership skills.
0: Oh, that's great. I mean, really interesting pathway. To getting you into the beauty business, um, and you mentioned just before, you know, they are two really iconic brands that were uh, trailblazers. Can you talk to me a little bit more about, you know, what each of those brands represents in their space?
1: Sure. Yes. So I'll start with Fashion Fair, which was founded in 1973 by Eunice Johnson. Who was part of the Johnson Publishing Company, which owned Ebony and Jet Magazine. So, this was truly, you know, the first, you know, magazines for African Americans during that time. And it was truly the first Black beauty brand that paved the way for others. So, all of these other brands really came after Fashion Fair. So we really were, you know, leaders in Black beauty. And, you know, given the history, we obviously, you know, had some challenges, but now it's a great time we were able to relaunch last year. And I think it's just so beautiful that we've been around, you know, we were really that brand that, um, you know, African-Americans really knew us. And so for me, i also had a personal connection to Fashion Fair with my mom being a Fashion Fair consumer. And I remember, you know, her taking me to the Macy's counter and, you know, finding her shade and putting on her makeup before she goes to work. So that's really kind of the history and the legacy of fashion fair. And then on Black Opal, our other business, it's been around for 27 plus years. And it was created by a renowned chemist and dermatologist with the best ingredients at a really amazing price point. So the skincare and the cosmetic products are really all focused on providing solutions to issues that are faced typically by people of color, such as poor refinement, oiliness, and hyperpigmentation. And again, for him, you know, while he was of Greek um, heritage, he actually created some of these products for his wife, who was of Jamaican heritage. So again, just like really having that melon rich skin and that consumer in mind when creating these amazing products.
0: Oh, that's right. I didn't know that uh, little piece of history there with um, the Black Opal development. I wasn't aware of that kind of connection. So uh, it's Mm -hmm. definitely interesting to learn that, you know, you obviously know as being in the space now, you know, the marketplace is so much more competitive, um, you know, and it's more crowded and there's just more noise in general. So what do you see as the strengths that these two lines have today in 2022?
1: Yeah, so I would say for Fashion Fair, we really believe that we have the best products for melanin rich skin. We embrace all types of Black be- beauty and want Black women to feel majestic in our products. We're one of the only Black beauty brands that are in the prestige kind of um, marketplace, showing that Black women deserve luxury, but can also be the creators of luxury, which is really important. And given our rich history, we know we have products that we know work. And so I think that that's really a big differentiator and strength for us as Fashion Fair. On the Black Opal business, uh, we believe, you know, we have these five uh, pillars of beauty. So we believe that beauty is easy, beauty is fun, beauty is unique, beauty is smart, beauty is real. So we're really for the everyday girl that wants that simple regimen and, and multiple use products. So for example... Our pore refining gel cleanser preps your skin for the pore refining true color stick foundation, which is our hero product and one of my favorite products. And we also offer really, really great quality price points at an unbeatable price. So I think in the mass kind of, you know, uh, line of products, we really have the best, you know, value for the quality of the ingredients that are used in our products. So I actually believe that, you know, we have the best of the best in both of our lines Um, And I think that just with with our legacy and kind of the shared history that, you know, uh, we're hoping that we can continue to build with those consumers that we've had in the past, as well as continuing to bring in those new consumers.
0: Right. So are there any challenges that you think that the brands are going to face right now in terms of just where they are and where you want to, where the company wants to take them in the future?
1: Yeah, so I think um, there's definitely challenges, you know, uh, and I think there's different challenges for each of the brands. So on the fashion fair side, it's really focusing on getting the awareness that we're back and better than ever. Right. So a lot of consumers, you know, we were gone for a while. They really missed us and they don't know that we've relaunched. Hence, we really are focusing more on awareness marketing tactics that are focused on press. um, And we've gotten a lot of it actually with the recent launch of our documentary called The Beauty of Blackness in partnership with Sephora, who is our retail partner, um, and it's now available on HBO Max, so I encourage, you know, everyone to go out and watch it. It really tells a beautiful story of the history of Fashion Fair. We actually recently did an event uh, last night um, in Chicago with some influencers and and some press uh, in this market, and they were so excited to, like, you know, watch the documentary and just learn about, you know, the history of the brand as well as the relaunch, Uh, We are also engaging with our consumers at small events and activations, you know, now that those are coming back to life to get her reintroduced to us because we do have new product formulations, new product names, new shade names. So we want to make sure that the consumer that, you know, used to be our consumer comes back and knows, you know, this is is what works best for you. But we also want to introduce ourselves to the new consumer as well. Okay. Um,
0: There's a lot going on. Keep going. Tell me more.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So that was on the fashion fair side, on the black opal side. Again, I think it's the same thing, right? Like we've been around for 27 years, but we actually reformulated almost all of our products. We have upgraded formulations. We have new colorful graphics. really want to, you know, tap into that younger millennial Gen Z consumer and really build up a strong digital marketing presence. So we've been around for some time, but we're really not the same brand. So it's also a reintroduction to our consumer. So it's really focusing on, you know, how can we tell this story to these consumers and make them feel like, wow, this is a new brand and not the same brand that I've seen on shelves for the past, you know, 27 years right and that's
0: definitely the challenge when you have that history but you want to you know seem relevant to today's consumers because today's consumers are a different group they're smarter they're more savvy they're more social media fueled you know and there's a lot that goes into that um you know you kind of touched on some of what's going on but are there any other things in 2022 that we can really keep an eye out for that you know will build some of that excitement around both brands
1: Yes, of course. So on the fashion fair side, we're continuing to build our partnership with Sephora. We're continuing to focus on these like live events where our consumer are, uh, where our consumers are and partnering with influencers to help tell our story. So I think that's another big piece is, you know, uh, press is really great because, you know, the press you know, the beauty editors and the beauty community have been able to tell our story and so much more impactful when others tell your story as well. Mm -hmm. On the Black Opal side, you know, like you mentioned, we do hit a little bit of a younger consumer. So on there, we're really focusing on enhanced digital technology, such as virtual try-on, which we have on our blackopalbeauty.com website. Uh, We're focused on revamping our merchandising in-store so that it is a little bit more edgy. It pops more, you know, it shows up on shelf so that you are inclined to go and shop the Black Opal section. And we're also thinking about uh, doing an affiliate program. For all of our beloved consumers, so I think like that has also been another avenue for consumers to learn more about your brand, but also puts you know money back into the consumers' hands as well.
0: Right. I mean, that's there's a lot of um, exciting things going on, and that takes a big team to get all of that accomplished and get that all up and running. Can you give me an idea? Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about the team. You know, what has you most excited about this group that you're going to be working with when you're putting all those plans into place and really trying to grow both brands in the future.
1: Yes, I mean, I was firstly really drawn to the leadership of the team, right? So Desiree Rogers, CEO, and Cheryl Mayberry McKissick, president, and both co-owners of the brands. You know, I think both of these women have had tremendous experiences leading up to their current roles, and it's really been inspiring learning from them and working with them on all of our great marketing plans. We also do have a great team and agency partners that support the business. So, you know, in my short time, I've already built really strong relationships with our team, which is also important to me since, you know, they're the ones who really get things done. You know, I would say one of our really strong kind of agency partners is our Black and women-owned PR agency, uh, Janelle Hamilton PR, who's been keeping us top of mind. And I'm still building out the rest of my marketing team, actually. So, you know, for now, it's me and a couple agency partners and obviously the rest of the team that's here at Black Opal, but I think as we continue to grow and scale, the will continue to grow and scale as well. And I can't wait to see what we accomplish together.
0: Oh, definitely. We're definitely going to be keeping an eye out for everything that's going on at the company. And um, I appreciate you hopping on the line with us today and kind of walking us through a little bit of the past of both brands and also what we should be looking for in the future. So thanks so much, Eden. We appreciate your efforts and time.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Christine. It was really great chatting with you today. You
0: too as well. Thank you.